millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. And now for part two of my interview with Ivan Raiklin from Mike Lindell's Moment of Truth Summit. You're not going to want to miss it. I think it's a slim for sliver, a sliver that does. So we're all these. I remember the IG Horowitz is the longest standing IG in the entire Intel ecosystem, right? The longest standing IG. Deep state much? Possibly. Very possible. Right? Using that same line of logic that we just talked about. Yep. So is he there? expose the truth or is he there to make it look like they're doing something in order to cover the bigger picture i suspect it's to cover the bigger picture and what is that bigger picture so by the time 2016 right we talked about rolls around crossfire hurricane crossfire razor launched two weeks after pence is out there you think pence knows nothing about this considering that he served a decade on the judiciary committee considering he probably helped staff the dhs that was just created under his watch as the judiciary chair uh he provided oversight over the FBI. You don't think that him and his staff at the time when he served on the judiciary didn't know whether or not uh, the spying was going on? Considering that one of his early chiefs of staff, Joshua Pitcock, his wife, uh, what's her name, Seaman? Mm-hmm. Well, I forgot her name. Yeah, I, I can't remember her name, but I know who you're referring to. The FBI? And they were talking? I mean, it, it's not plausible to say that Mike Pence didn't know anything. What's more plausible is that Mike Pence knew supervised, directed, and essentially said, you know what? We're going to provide you top cover. If we pull off the victory in November, James Comey, we will provide you top cover because the only officer in the entire government that the president cannot fire is who? The vice president. And the only constitutional officer that can fire the president in conjunction with others in the cabinet is... The vice president under the 25th Amendment, Section 4. Pence also responsible, ultimately, for the removal of Mike Pence from the Trump administration, saying that... That's next. Yes. (laughs) Because now we're moving into the election. Yeah. And then what happens? The unmasking, right? Yes. Remember the 39 people that unmasked Flynn's name? Mm Mm-hmm. And then the notes later came out and said, are we here to fire or to catch him in a lie? What's the purpose of the... The interview on January 24th of, of uh, General Flynn. Yeah. So who is behind removal of Flynn? I mean, like I said, ultimately Mike Pence. But well, we know about like the left side of the Uniparty because yeah. that's all the that faux news yep. has been talking about, right? Is it to cover themselves too? 
Uh, yes, absolutely. Remember, uh, good old Paul Ryan moved over to, to the board of Faux News mm-hmm. and basically told Tucker, you can't talk about the illegal election. You can't talk about uh, the clot shots until we make as much money as possible on them. So two weeks ago, they made as much money as possible on it. Now they have to kind of like... Give us, throw us a bone, right? Yeah. To make it look like they're talking about it. I noticed the uh, the other night somebody was uh, 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 filling in for Tucker, and he made some statements about the the clot shot being like the most deadly thing to be hoisted upon mankind yeah, in the history. They have to be brand ambassadors for the next thing, the, yeah. the, the tablets that they're promoting from the same company that from the biggest uh, on the clot shops. Let's go back, 2017, okay. January 24th. James Comey and Andrew McCabe send over uh, Peter Strzok and Joe Pientka to interview General Flynn. Yep. You heard of that name, Joe Pienka oh, the third? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Why are you not interviewing him? Joe Pienka? Yeah. I don't know how to get a hold of Joe Pienka. Is he is he doing interviews? Why don't you make sure that he does an interview? Okay. Uh, I, I will if I can try to get a hold of him. I, I I never even considered that I could interview Joe Pienka. Why? Are you able to interview anyone on the planet? I suppose. Really want to? I suppose I could. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I just assumed that he was deep state, and there's no way he would go on my little podcast. How about you try? Okay, I, I will try to interview Joe Pianco. How many FBI whistleblowers have we had in the last week? Oh yeah, there's been like 29 or something crazy. Like, why don't we add one more? Okay, are you trying to tell me that you're in connect, you're in contact with Joe Pianco? I'm not telling you that. I'm begging you to make sure that you create the framework yeah. so that you interview him. I absolutely will. As soon as this interview is over, I'm going to see what I can hear do. his side of the story. Okay. Yeah, that would be fascinating. Now, will he say yes? Why don't you create the frame so that he does get to yes? Okay. Will do. Will do. And I'm asking every single other person listening to make sure that they create the frame to legally, lawfully, peacefully, patriotically, using critical thinking to try to facilitate his story getting out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. In the most lawful, correct manner. Because America is starving for his side of the story. Yeah. And this is why I think the person that was the most masked and covered up during the investigations over the first four years of the of the spying on Trump was Joe Pientka the third. I believe his name came out uh, with an accidental non-redaction. Yes, yes, correct. Uh, I, I would Where love to we? speak to Joe Pian. You want to be banned off everything? Yeah, do it. <laughs> I think you need to go ahead and do an interview with him. Okay, I will. I will. Because my guess, this is my analysis now. I suspect that in order to continue to mask him, remember who the judiciary chairman was that interviewed Strzok and Pienka, and they said that uh, when they interviewed Flynn, they, he gave no indications of, of, of deception? Yeah, I, I don't remember who the chairman was. Oh. You heard of the name Lindsey Graham? Lindsey Graham. Okay. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now it's all. Yeah. It's and all coming. Was on the judiciary. Oh, the guy from Iowa, Chuck Grassley. Chuck Grassley. Okay. How about we continue to have? Hey, Chuck. You're talking to all these whistleblowers. Mm-hmm. Let's go back a little bit. You know what? You're getting a little ahead of yourself. Let's go back and talk about your stuff with Joe Pientka. Okay. Now, FISA court. A little bit more context. I know this is deep dive, but. It, you're up for it based on what you already know. I've done like 1,600 shows in the, since 2018. So all of these things I have reported on at one time or another. And going through and doing that deep dive is very helpful. 
because you know the speed of the news cycle you just go from one thing to the next so this is this is great so we go into the next thing who has oversight over the fisa court and uh supreme court justice uh, well let's let's think this through okay it's a classified proceeding Oh, the intelligence community. Okay. Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who is the chair? Oh, you'll have of to the tell Senate me. Senate Select Committee on Intelligence at the time. A, a senator from North Carolina by the name of Richard Burr. Burr, yes. Okay, okay. Total fan of Donald Trump, huh? Yeah, no, not really. Not much. So. Going back to Allie Watkins, going back to her sleeping with the security director of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. Mm-hmm. The chair, uh, they call it the, yeah, the chair was Burr, the vice chair, Mark Warner. Okay, yep, Mark Warner. From Virginia. Where do we go with this? They knew about the Carter Page FISA. Because of their position on the committee. And the Woods procedure that was the supporting document to support that. Okay. Cash Patel, when you interview him again, yeah, please, you probably interviewed him. I, I have interviewed him once, yes. There's some things that I would like to have a conversation with Cash to get him. He's at the 90-plus percentile level. Mm-hmm. He's doing a lot of stuff. He's a great American. I think when we mash... My notes yeah. with his notes, we get to 100%. I would imagine you guys would have a great conversation. Yeah. So, I argue that the spying on the Trump campaign consisted of both sides of the aisle. My research and focus has been to identify whether who within the Republican Party was the one that did it in order to create the leverage that wasn't there to make sure that during the president's first term of the president Trump, he was in the box that they wanted him in. It's hard when you have 80 plus million people following you and you can circumvent everybody. So what do we do? Number one, Richard Burr, chair of the intelligence committee. You need to interview him and ask him his role. Everybody that's a journalist that ends up listening to this on our side, you got, why is he retiring? He needs to be interviewed. Why did all of a sudden the FBI come and talk to him and Kelly Leffler about their legal trading? Oh, yeah. I remember. Next, some of those dots. Was he potentially about to go in public or something? I don't know. So we got Richard Burr. We got Lindsey Graham. We've got... Mitch McConnell, we have Mike Pence. I think those four are the key players in allowing, facilitating, and providing the necessary top cover to the DOJ, FBI, to be able to continue to spy and create leverage and start axing General Flynn Mm -hmm. to protect themselves. Because this goes back to 2016. General Flynn stays in more than four days or like a couple weeks. He's going to get to the bottom of who just did what in 2016. You got to remove him and anybody in that circle in the vicinity. So then 2017, what happens when um, probably ask the question, did Mike Pence, is he the one that teed up Robert Mueller to be the FBI director to, to Trump for him to appoint? Uh, my understanding was that uh, Robert Mueller came in asking for the FBI job again, and he couldn't serve because he had already gone over. And so then and he teed him up for that. What? Who do you think teed him up, Robert Mueller? Special counsel? 
no, no. Become the special to become the FBI director first. Oh, I have no idea who would have brought that's him the in. The question it's, that w- it's a, that's a million dollar question. Remember, Mueller was under what? Clinton, Clinton, and Obama, and Bush. Oh, didn't he serve under Obama for a little bit? He was the longest service yeah. serving FBI director, but but the preponderance of his time was during Clinton and Bush. Bush. But Obama, Obama, that was it. He 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 was at his max with uh, Clinton and Bush, and then Obama asked him to just hang out for a little bit because they didn't have somebody. I'm pretty certain. Maybe I'm wrong. So let's fast forward. Yeah. If that's kind of where you were, yeah. And you're at the FBI. So minus, well, I said longest serving. I think after uh, J. Edgar. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Robert Second. Mueller was deep stating much, right? Yes. So then he wants to come back in because he's got a lot of leverage, right? Because mm-hmm. he's got access to FISA and all this other stuff, political yeah. opponents. And, and he was involved in Uranium One. Check this out. I would suspect that maybe he was teed up by Pence and the Uniparty. To continue that leverage, right? The Bunsen burner leverage. Right, right. You heard that analogy? Absolutely. Used by somebody at a speech in Dallas in December of last year? No, I know. I didn't see I didn't hear that. By the name of uh, Patrick Byrne. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can see Patrick saying it, but I didn't hear this particular one. I recommend watching that okay. and ask yourself the question of when did he cease working with those individuals that he talks about. I have always assumed that Patrick was still on the payroll in some fashion or another. He's he's still active. <laughs> so Trump basically says, "Thanks but no thanks. I don't want you as my director of the FBI. I just fired Jim Comey." What happens the next day? He becomes special counsel. Yeah. Why? Um, because they need to have leverage over Donald J. Trump. Absolutely, yeah. Because they don't. So, the spying in 2016. Hey, Mike Pence, what's your role? Mitch McConnell, what was your role? Lindsey Graham, what was your role? Richard Burr, what was your role? Because guess what? As a, a member of the Gang of Eight, you know what the Gang of Eight is in Congress? Yes, yes. Speaker, minority leader. Chair of the House Committee, Permanent Subcommittee on Intelligence, the the ranking member of the House Permanent Subcommittee on Intelligence in the House, that's four, mm-hmm. and then equivalents on the Senate side. Yep. So Chair, Vice Chair, Senate Select Committee, Vice Chair, Senate Select Committee, Majority Leader, Minority Leader. Those are the eight people that are briefed on the most sensitive, overt action, presidential finding activity uh, uh, within a statutory time frame uh, of what's going on within the intelligence community. It's possible or not possible that they were briefed. It sounds like some may have been briefed. Mm-hmm. Others may not have. When you dissect who those eight people were at the time, it was... Who was it? Speaker of the House. At the time. Of Mueller, initially. Paul Ryan? Yeah, okay. Paul Ryan. Minority Leader? Yeah. Pelosi? Yep. Chair of the... Help Hipsy? Devin Nunes? The Vice? The Deputy? Tell me. Guy from California? Oh, Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff? On the Senate side, we talked about Burr, Horner, McConnell, Schumer. Of those eight, there was only one that tried to get to the truth, and it was Burr? Devin Nunes. Oh, yeah, Devin Nunes. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. We need to question all the rest of them. Mm -hmm. We know where Devin's heart and loyalties and based on his reports lie. Absolutely. All All the seven. How much did they know? Both aisles. Special counsel happens. That epically fails because nothing was found. It was just there to continue to investigate until you can find something. Yep. 
guess what? They spent two years finding nothing. Yeah. Tens of millions of dollars. I was surprised. Like, I was expecting them to find something on on Trump. I didn't realize he was that clean. Uh, see, I always thought that he was because uh, like, man, this in, dude's clean. <laughs> in order for him to be successful, uh, you know, I mean, I think that they would have known that they would have gone through his his background with a fine tooth comb. Anything that could possibly be there, you know, and that's why they are now finally focusing only on the taxes. You know, they just uh, Trump they CFO find anything, no. so they continue to ask Claire. So, get some sound effects in the background. All right. <laughs> So now we're up to 2019, the Mueller investigation. It's a dud because he's basically like uh, Joseph Jeden on the verge of senility, mm-hmm. geriatric Mueller. Uh, what is that called? Dementia. Yep. But he, he, he underperformed, to say the least. Mm-hmm. There was a, it was a nothing. What happened the next day? After announcement, there was nothing found? Let's, let's throw some names out there. Eric Cheramella. Oh, yeah, the whistleblower. Alexander Venman. His brother, Venman. Andrew Bakaj. Mark Zaid. Remember these names? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, the Ukraine call. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So check this out. Guess who? Who's uh, Andrew Bakaj? Uh, I, I don't know. So Eric Cheramella's two attorneys. For Mark Zaid, yep. please do a deep dive. Oh, I'm, I'm familiar with Mark Zaid. His Twitter account is a... Please you him. <laughs> I don't think that Mark would do an interview with me. Please interview Andrew Bacaj. <laughs> okay, Andrew Bacaj. Andrew Bacaj, please take a look and see, did he or did he not work for John Brennan as at the CIA as an attorney, counsel? Okay. For John Brennan. And now all of a sudden he's, a, he's a, one of the two attorneys for Eric Cheramella. Yeah, yeah. Ukraine, Hunter Biden, Trump wants to find out what the corruption connection is there. What do they do? Oh, because you want to investigate our corruption, we're going to impeach you. Boomerang, flip it around on him, pure projection. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And then what happens? Chief Justice Roberts, what does he do? When uh, when uh, Rand Paul asks him about um, Eric Jaramillo. I don't know. Aaron Jeremiah, he was like a protected citizen for the longest time, you know. Rand Paul asked, like, what do you think about Because each one of them were going to ask a question about something mm-hmm. during the impeachment. Yes. And so Rand Paul took the bold maneuver and said, yeah, what about Eric Cheramello? What, what do you think about him? <laughs> Chief Justice Roberts presiding over the first impeachment says, oh, I can't read that question out loud. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember. Oh, why not? How do you even know he's a whistleblower, Chief Justice? <laughs> Intriguing. Yes, yes. <laughs> you must have had some meetings. Yeah, absolutely. Brennan, with every single person that I just mentioned. Otherwise, how would you know that that's the whistleblower? Because the way that the question was framed, it wasn't alluding that that was the whistleblower. Mm-hmm. It was just asking the, the name of the whistleblower. Right. Could have been anybody. Think Chief Justice Roberts is in on it? Absolutely. By Bush? Yeah. Bush family loves Trump, don't they? Yeah. Not yeah. much. <laughs> Cheney family loves Trump, right? Yep. Not much. Yep. All right, so we're at 2019, 2020. Um, Trump's having rallies. Tens, tens of thousands of people. Unstoppable, right? Yep. This is just complete. I, I was in Virginia watching some of these rallies. Mm-hmm. In 2016, it, it was like 2, 3, 5, 10x the level of support physically. So then what had to happen? We had to take him out. How? 
uh, through uh, the stealing of the election. I mean, first of all, they, they yeah, they in, first they implement they, they implement the biological weapon known as COVID nineteen, uh, and then they shut down the country, and then they implemented uh, these illegal voting practices with universal mail in ballots and drop boxes all over the place. Center Pacific Life. Here's how I recommend countering the narrative of the faux news. Why don't you go ahead and take a look at the Intel Community Assessment on the Director of National Intelligence website. There's two of them. Again, in my personal private capacity, off-duty from anything I may or may not be involved in. I take a look at those websites because it's for the whole world to see and hear. And in those two assessments, one is the origin. There's two of them, actually. Uh, There's there's an A and an updated version of the origins of the CCP-19. Lab leak much? Yes, that's one of the actual, that's the minority view hypothesis. However, it is one of the hypotheses that the faux news mainstream is like, no, nothing to see here. But now they're kind of getting forced into it. That was originally. And the other one is foreign interference in an electoral system. Yeah, there's the assessment says it, but faux news doesn't. So that that should be uh, one of the good sources that should be used as we talk about this. I don't know why it's not here at this Maybe it was. I just didn't. I didn't. There, there was a lot of stuff a yesterday. Lot of content. So, but um, that brings us into 2020, and once that leak is deployed, but again, it's a hypothesis that it was a lab leak. We don't know for sure. We're probably not going to find out because China is not going to let us in to do the forensics to do so, and maybe others in our system don't want that to be put out either, based on. When you, when you take Rand Paul for what he says about his interviewing of Anthony Fauci and all that, right? Mm-hmm. It looks like there may have been some money made on, on that deal. But remember who was jumping up and down like a, a kid in a candy store begging to be the CCP-19 task force lead? Who was that? But, um... <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. Uh, Ralph Barrick, uh, the guy from uh, Eagle Health Alliance, um, Peter Dasick. Those are names in the yeah, ecosystem. Okay, okay. But what? I, let me let me be more precise in my question. Who at the White House was jumping up and down, saying, "Mr. President Trump, me, 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 pick uh, me, Mike, as the Mike CCP Pence, 19- Mike Pence, yeah, <laughs> pick me as the CCP 19 task force lead. Yeah. Say his name again, yeah, Mike Pence." Yep. Isn't that coincidental? Yes, yes. And then he brought in uh, Anthony Fauci and uh, 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 Deborah Burks. You see where I'm going with this? Yep. Did you make those dots? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You connected those, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, let's go one step further. Okay. Who else was on the CCP-19 task force lead as a shadow leader? This is maybe where you yeah. have not. I don't know this. You heard of the name, Jared? Oh, Jared Kushner. Jared was on the, the task force? I, I wasn't aware of that. And who's making decisions on all this money going to trying to buy PPE, the Defense Production Act stuff? There's a lot of money being allocated and decisions being made on these money flows. Yeah. All the ventilators and stuff. Ventilators. Space toilets. <laughs> the PCR. The emergency use authorized products. Mm-hmm. Base toilets, PCR tests, and then what subsequently afterwards? The clot shots, right? The clot shot itself. Now, who are the biggest brand ambassadors in the United States promoting these emergencies? 
Are you talking about like the pharmaceutical companies or uh, who oh. has the biggest platforms then promote these? Uh, I mean, besides the mainstream media, is Mike Pence standing right next to the guy he's handling every day? Yes. During the daily briefing to make sure that the message is certainly, certainly. Yeah. Within the brand ambassador messaging. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's true. Yes. Isn't that what occurred? Yeah. Was exactly it. watching? Isn't that a nice way to deploy, utilize a distribution channel to your advantage to create the frame to two weeks to stop the spread as you're standing there? With such broad shoulders, <laughs> my President Trump, may I speak now? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Always deferring, too. You know, it's like I've always thought of Mike Pence as this like snake in the grass. Like he constantly when the reason I never trusted him because I didn't know that much about him until he became vice president. But but consistently close his eyes and not look at Donald Trump when they would be speaking like they'd be together on stage. And he had this weird habit of like speaking with his eyes closed. Did did you notice that? I didn't notice that, but uh, I thought it was very unsettling. But (laughs) That's another. That's another discussion. I digress. Bottom line is, uh, if you want to take a look at my thoughts, my original thoughts on Mike Pence is, it's all. It it all surrounds a lot of questions that have never been answered, and that creates a lot of smoke. Read the long form article from DC's most trusted disinformation, most trusted from both sides of the aisle, Mm -hmm. quasi disinformation purveyor. Starts with the letter P. I'm not talking about the compost. There's another one that talks about like stuff going on in Congress. Okay. And it ends in the letter O. That is. It's a big one. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. for now. Starts with a P, ends with an O, based out of D.C. Congress loves it. Yeah, I don't promote it. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. There's an LT in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. So, bottom line is... Uh, they did a long Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, natural NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Inform article about mother... Remember this? And Mike Pence's role when the Access Hollywood tape came out. Oh, I don't know. What was his first attempted coup was being concocted by, remember those things by Paul Ryan and Mike Pence? Yes. Are you referring to those emails that supposedly came out or different things? Reportedly, yes. Reportedly, okay. Now, I'm actually interested to get your thoughts on this because uh, the way that I saw them presented was through um, this, like, it was, there was a website, okay, and it was like, you know, Pence Ryan, something like that. But it was built on Wix. I used to build websites, but it was it was built on Wix. Anybody could put that together, right? right. And and it seemed a little uh, unsophisticated for a coup to be taking place. However, the sentiment could certainly exist, right? But. In order to test that hypothesis, it would require a budding journalist, investigative podcaster, to go ahead and go down that rabbit hole and have an interview with Mike Pence. Absolutely. And have an interview with Paul Ryan to confirm whether or not that took place, along with all the other questions that we've basically created over the course of the last hour. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Certainly. Now, that brings us into the lead of... The CCP-19 task force mm-hmm. doling out with Jared Kushner behind, you know, right? Very yeah. few people in the movement are going to question Jared Kushner. I am one of them. <laughs> Interview him. Oh, I would love to, yeah. On his role in that, because a lot of movements occurred. Now, in 2020, things were set into motion, not by the state legislatures, but by governors. Mm-hmm. Secretaries of state yep. and courts in those states to change how folks were elected. Right? right. Covered that, I'm sure, ad nauseum, considering you're here at this thing. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> at the Truth Summit. By the way, real uh, plug, Mike Lindell, absolute patriot. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, 
He is the man right now yeah. of the hour. MyPillow.com, code RP78. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I need to go into it. No. <laughs> Dude, it's great. Yeah, people love him. My I mom, like, my mom's always like, I got the slippers, I got the sheets, I got the whole, I got the whole my son's, my son's like, I need a new pillow, Dad. I, I told him, hey, why don't you go ahead and talk to Mike, Mike today and ask him, what is your go-to make and model pillow mm-hmm. that you sleep on from your inventory? Right. And he's like, that's the one that I'm going to get my dad to buy me. That's great. <laughs> that is so cool. I literally have, well, I, I only have one home now, but I used to be in two different states because I'm from Michigan. My fiance's from Ohio. And so we had my pillows on both of the beds, you know, four of them. And so I did like the, the, the step up, like the firmer ones and then the softer stacked ones. Them. Yeah. Stacked them up. <laughs> I love it. It's great. So anyway, while he is selling good products here, mm-hmm. they're trying to sell these emergency use authorized products. Yeah. And um, all roads lead to Mike Pence, as you can see, based on my discussion, my analysis here. Yes. And so we fast forward. What do we see? They're essentially escalating, right? They're covering up is the way I see it. They appoint John Durham. Remember? Mm-hmm. And what is John Durham's role? What have we seen of substance him produce? And where are a couple questions to ask? I think we're going to have some supposition. What is what is his mission? And who appointed him? Who facilitated for him to be appointed? There has to be some political infrastructure, right? That drove that. What are those names from your perspective? Well, uh, you know, John Durham was uh, was a U.S. attorney for a long time. Uh, specific- who was he appointed by? I don't know who he was initially appointed by. You'll have to tell me that one. That's something that needs to be looked into. Okay. I mean, certainly I know that uh, he came into his role, um, you know, investigating Spygate as a special counsel. I mean, wouldn't that have been Jeff Sessions that uh, that appointed him? Here's what I'll tell people. This is the cliffhanger, I guess. Okay. Take a look at John Durham. Well, I'm going to probably do that in a few days. We take a look at John Durham. We figure out who appointed him. We figure out where his loyalties lie. And we're probably going to find out that what? It's probably going to be consistent with everything we've said thus far. God, I hope not. He is there to protect the deep state's exposure to spying on the Trump campaign. But in a manner that gives a little bit to the people to do the Bunsen burner off-gassing. Meaning they want, they want to keep it short of a boil. When America's like almost that boil, they're like, hey, we got Sussman. We got a trial for Sussman. And everybody's like, in the movement, right? And yeah. on our side, like, yeah, we're going to get Sussman. What happened to Sussman? Not guilty, even though he was totally guilty. But it was a D.C. jury. We've got uh, Ivan coming up next. I mean, the, and then, <laughs> Igor, I, Igor Danchenko. Ivan, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. So, <laughs> all right. At the end of the day, what do they do? They go through the motions. Right. Yep. And then what happens at the end of the day? They can say, you know what? We tried. We right. did our best. It wasn't us. It was the people of D.C. Yeah. Fair and you know, it was a fair trial. Now what? The Not next one's in Delaware. Next one's what? <laughs> Isn't it in it's Delaware? <laughs> it's it's calories being expended. Yeah. yeah. With no value to the ju- judicial ecosystem. Like there's no there's no justice that's being done. And I I'm going to argue that you're going to see more of that. Okay. All you're going to see is nothing. Now. Danchenko is probably going to be convicted, but guess what? Does he live in the U.S.? Uh, I didn't know. I don't actually. I mean, he's a Russian. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably not not going to. Okay. It's like basically saying, hey, hey, bro, Mm -hmm. here's your go to jail ticket. Yep. And you need to come. But we're only going to put you to jail when you come pick it up. Sure. 
And if you don't want to pick it up, I can't really do anything about it. Are you going to come pick it up? No. No. So they can give him the harshest penalty possible. Death penalty. Yes. And it's going to be like, that's funny. Guess what? That pot smoker that's sitting in jail here in, in Russia, we're just going to keep her if you, you're going to push it. Yep. 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 All right. Because they have leverage. Absolutely. Russia has total leverage over the pot smoker. Uh, yeah. What's her yeah. name? Uh, Br- uh, Brittany. Basketball. Yeah. She, that's totally a dude, but. Yeah. The drug addict over there yeah. smoking. Violating laws left and right over in you know over there yep. in a different jurisdiction. You don't know, right? I guess absolutely. Uh, but they, I guess the Jeden, you know, the failed vice president Jeden, uh, the the current guy squatting in the White House, he is, uh, I guess, supposedly trying to exchange the biggest weapons arms trafficker in the world from Russia in exchange for the drug addict, the merchant of death. Yeah. yeah. So crazy. Yeah. All right, 2020, 2021. We saw what happened. Pence certified in a legal election. That's where I come into play, right? Okay. This is going long, bro. <laughs> I was going to say, let me get some coffee. <laughs> we can do this on another episode on yeah. the 2021 piece. Okay. One thing I will pause to say about the illegal election is that, yep, I'm Ivan Pence card Raikland. I'm the guy that tweeted out a memo that Trump retweeted that ended up being essentially in, in the national conversation for, I guess, subsequently John Eastman to pick up on yep. and create the legal framework on essentially explaining how Mike Pence could defend the U.S. Constitution. And he chose to, uh, to due to misfeasance on December 23rd, to do nothing. And then later on January 6th, due to malfeasance and straight-up overt, blatant constitutional violations to secure what happened. January 6th was the facilitated unlawful entry into the Capitol in order to stop the objections of the six states to be aired uncensored on C-SPAN for the whole world to see in order to be able to solidify the previous six-plus coups that had been att- that had been failed attempts prior to that point. And they did it by facilitating the unlawful entry into the Capitol and are only prosecuting those individuals that were Trump supporters and those that participated in the coup on behalf of Speaker Pelosi, possibly Mitch McConnell and their two sergeants at arms via Nancy Pelosi's son-in-law, Michael Voss, John Sullivan, Ray Epps in the collective and maybe some elements of the U S Capitol police at the DNC and RNC diversion to see what we just saw. And then the media distribution arm of that, one of them was, uh, several of them included the Communist News Network, um, the DNC, the mainstream DNC network, and uh, who's the other one? Uh, There was one other one I was about to mention. The, uh, let me see, CNN. Oh, and then the... uh, the project that Liz Cheney associates her with. Lincoln Project? There you go. There you go. So those were the the immediate disinformation purveyors in order to set the frame for the entire country to believe that it was a quote-unquote insurrection. When in fact it was a straight-up illegitimate, illegal coup d'etat. And I'm going to pause and say this. On January 5th, 147 House members 
12 U.S. senators and growing by the minute in the morning of the 5th had already publicly stated that they were going to object to at least a couple states, thus potentially putting putting us in a 12th Amendment option, contingent election, right? Which you've probably covered, you know it. That's, at noon, Bowser and Pelosi are refusing Cash Patel's 20,000 troops. Chris Miller, right? Those yep. guys. Putting out a statement that no Article Two branch of government, law enforcement entities, DHS, DOJ, DOD, could be deployed in support of the Capitol without the permission of the D.C. mayor, mm-hmm. Pelosi. At that same time, John Sullivan is seen meeting with Michael Voss, son-in-law of Nancy Pelosi, at the W Hotel just north of Freedom Plaza in, in D.C. Yeah. What are they talking about? Probably the Fed surrection about to take place the next day. Thank you. Yeah. And then in the evening, John Sullivan is standing there right next to Ray Epps as he's saying, what, about yeah. tomorrow? We're going to go inside the Capitol. <laughs> and at the same time he, Ray Epps is doing that, what's going on in the bushes at the DNC and the RNC? Oh, We've got Antifa people jumping inside uh, MAGA costumes. No. <laughs> pipe bombs being oh, placed. pipe bombs, yes, at the uh, yeah, DNC and the RNC. Yes, yes, yes. Any idea who did that? Well, we got to keep some stuff for the next time you come on the show. But you have an idea as to who did? I'll say this. The sergeant at arms of the House, Paul Irving, on that day was a sergeant at arms for Speaker Nancy Pelosi where the joint session was taking place. The sergeant at arms is one of the three. Well, the House sergeant at arms is one of the three voting members on the Capitol Police Board. Okay. The other two are the Capitol Architect. Please interview that one. Okay. And the Senate Sergeant Arms, who is now deceased. Yep. The fourth member of the Capitol Police Board, who's not a voting member, is the U.S. Capitol Police Chief, Stephen Sun. The Capitol Police have jurisdiction over the area, which includes the DNC and RNC, where those pipe bombs were placed. Concurrent jurisdiction with D.C. Metropolitan Police Department. Okay. So, I don't know. Those are the two entities that should be questioned about the investigation about the pipe bombs, what not about? the FBI. Okay. They are the ones that provided the FBI with the content. FBI does not have jurisdiction over that area unless the Capitol Police or the D.C. Metro provides it to them. Abdicated. And they only provided what, according to uh, Revolver News? One video. Yeah, yeah. The other one. You saw that, right? Yes, I did see that. Yeah. I was just, so, I, you know, I, this is something that I've been considering, like filing a FOIA request for they, all the videos. You can't. Yeah, yeah. So here's the Fed surrection. People are saying Fed, Fed, Fed. Yes, it's a Fed, but not an FBI Fed. Ray Epps, I don't think is an FBI Fed. He's a he's an agent asset for the House Sergeant at Arms okay. or the Senate Sergeant at Arms. Okay. And Michael Voss was the cutout in communicating with the Speaker or the Sergeant at Arms as the son-in-law and coordinating with the John Sullivan and Ray Epps to conduct Ray Epps with the outer breach team, John Sullivan and, and the inner breach team. So. Well, the context of January 5th I just talked about occurred. The following day, that breach occurred on the 6th. What was going on on the inside of the Capitol? They were... Uh, um, okay. And I want you to hear this while... Okay. They were getting ready to object. Getting ready. Uh, let me just play some of this. President Trump retweeted a memo from an individual named Ivan Reitling entitled Operation Penscard. 
They called on the vice president to refuse the electoral colleges from certain states that had certified Joe Biden. I will, I will get this from your telegram, and I will insert it into this point in the interview. Right, absolutely. So here's the deal. Yeah. If you look at this J6 committee and rename it to the following, you're going to end everything. Okay. The J6 committee is the Mike Pence presidential campaign committee that is being managed by his running mate, Liz Cheney. Oh, Liz Cheney. Does it now makes sense. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering what her her next move was going to be. She kind of uh, intimated that she was, uh, in, you know, exploring some presidential options. But and Mike Pence, since he started hosting events at the exact same time as Donald Trump and uh, uh, endorsing the candidates that you know were running against Donald Trump's endorsements, I thought you know, his next move was going to be running for president. Oh, absolutely. I have details yeah. on that too. Breaking it down. All right. All right. So then we move on. And then, you know, Mike Pence basically said states across the country conducted an election outside of okay. right? He agreed to, he, he admitted that he violated the Constitution there. And then here, and I, you need to put this video up at some point. I will. Yeah. This essentially explains how Nancy Pelosi gavels in on January 6th and says only 11 members of the House, Senate, House, Republican Democrats, and 11 members of the Senate Democrats, Republicans, can participate in the joint session. The Twelfth Amendment talks about a two-thirds quorum. Okay, if you want to take a look. Yes, yes. yes. Forty-four out of four thirty-five is not a quorum. No, it's not. No. So, what does that violate? The Twelfth Amendment and due process, because at one o two p.m., Mike Pence, remember that tweet? Mm-hmm. He says, "I'm the biggest toxic, feckless coward in the history of humanity." Stone cold simp, as Steve Bannon says. Yep, yep. Right? Not my words. Like ninety-nine percent of the country's words. Mm-hmm. Not mine. <laughs> So Mike Pence says that, and he says, I don't have unilateral authority to make a determination on the the, the, uh, the electors. Right. No one asked you to do that, bud. Yeah. Like, wake up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so what does he do three minutes later? He unilaterally denies ninety over 90% of Congress from participating in the joint session. Yeah. Unilaterally. Yeah. Well, maybe he could say, well, it wasn't me. Nancy Pelosi teed it up for me, and I didn't know any better. Sure. Yeah, uh-huh. That, that's going to go well when we, uh, when we convict you. Mm-hmm. But that's a Fifth Amendment violation, Twelfth Amendment violation. And then when the, fet, the facilitated FETS erection and unlawful entry into the Capitol happens, what, ha- what does Mike Pence do? I'll tell you. In the interest of that, by the way, Congressman Griffith tried to stop it and say, hey, how are we supposed to participate in the joint session if only 44 of us can be here? Yeah. That's like unconstitutional here. And you can watch the video. And then we talk about Ray Apps, right? Yeah, this video captures a lot of it. And so, according to Liz Cheney, according to Liz Cheney, she throws Mike Pence under the bus thinking that she's making him into a savior. Listen to this. Donald Trump never picked up the phone that day to order his administration. This is not ambiguous. He did not call the military. His Secretary of Defense received no order. He did not call his Attorney General. He did not talk to the Department of Homeland Security. Mike Pence did all of those things. He was running the show. Translation. Liz Cheney said that Donald Trump wasn't the one ordering the DOD, DOJ, and the DHS around on January 6th. Mm-hmm. It was Mike Pence. Yes. Under what authority was Mike Pence 
as the vice president, not the commander in chief, ordering around those three departments to do? Like, under what authority? Yeah, I, I don't believe it exists, does it? Actually, there's one instance where it could have existed. Okay. And that's called the 25th Amendment, which Rod Rosenstein tried to work with Correct. Pence probably a couple times during the first term. And that 25th Amendment sounds eerily as follows in Section 4. Let's find that and read it so that everyone can understand it. 25, Section 4. Whenever the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive departments or of such other body as Congress may by law provide, which they haven't, so it's got to be the cabinet members, majority of the cabinet members, transmits to the president pro tempore of the Senate, at the time that would have been Chuck Grassley, Mm -hmm. and the Speaker of the House of Representatives, which was Nancy Pelosi, Mm -hmm. their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office the vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duties of the office as acting president. So are you saying that they stealth activated the 25th Amendment without telling anybody? Good God dang. Oh, wow. Wow. Let, let, let that marinate a little bit. Just let that sink in. Yeah. There are two options here. We all see Liz Cheney. Just threw him under the bus. Yep. In what way? Two ways. She either just proved that he committed treason mm-hmm. or that he just made the base so angry at him that there's no chance in any way possible for him to secure a nomination for presidency. Let's parse this. Absolutely. Number one. If he consummated, if the cabinet and Pence exercise the 25th Amendment, Section 4, where is the memorialization of that? That's, because, yeah, yeah. Because in that, it says there has to be a memorandum transmitted, right? Yes. Written declaration to the who? President Pro Tempore Chuck Grassley. Please interview him. Ask him this question. Where is that document? And number two, ask Nancy Pelosi. That's going to be harder. Yeah. Question, right? I think maybe Chuck Grassley would be like, you know, we don't have anything of the sort. If Chuck Grassley himself, even if Nancy Pelosi got the memo and Chuck Grassley did not, guess what? That does not meet the requirements mm-hmm. of uh, exercise of the removal of the presidency to give Vice President, failed Vice President Mike Pence, the ability to order around the DOD, the DOJ, and the DHS, according to Liz Cheney's statement at the J6 cover-up committee, also known as the Pence-Cheney Presidential Vice Presidential Campaign Committee for the Uniparty, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's one option. What is that if they didn't have the authority? Illegal. But what kind of illegal is that? treason. And what happens to the, what, what do you call, what's the noun for those that commit that verb? Uh, uh, traitors. And what happens, what is a result of... Hung until their neck until they're dead. That's one option. What's another option? Uh, electric chair, uh, uh, I would say, uh, uh, what do they call it, lethal injection. There's any number of different ways they Depending can put people to death. state, this yes. is going to be prosecuted in, right? Yes. So yes. keep that in the back of your mind. That's one option. The other option is it was a clandestine, what did you call it? Intelligence operation? Clandestine 25th 
And oh, plan- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stealth. I, stealth. I like stealth. Yeah. I like clandestine, uh, both of them. It was a stealth removal of the president yep. for how long? Uh, for- was it just for a few hours? Or was it for the duration of, the rest of his January term. 20th? Yeah, I, I, that would make sense. I mean, yeah, that would make sense. I mean, for a few hours, he certainly was, uh, you know, it, he was... He was preoccupied with the events of what were taking place. And if it was only for a few hours, that would make sense why he didn't come out and speak immediately because they had to uh, essentially put him back into play. Right. And what was he doing? Meaning Mike Pence uh, later that evening. Wait, wait. Where did I find this? I don't think I have it in here. Um... He was ordering the National Guard. Remember the video footage of him yeah. ordering the National Guard around? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I have it here. Okay. But he was ordering the National Guard around, right? Again, that's the DOD, essentially, right? In D.C. anyway. And what was... Be careful here. You've heard of what Cash Patel has been saying lately, right, on, on this front? Yes. The U.S. Capitol Police, the jurisdiction, the authority. So they, you know, the DOD could did the maximum that they could do under the authority of the president, which was they can offer up the capability, but it has to be requested. Right. Guess who requested it on six occasions, requesting some extra support for the protection of the Capitol on January 6th, a guy by the name of chief Stephen son, the chief of the U S Capitol police from January 3rd to January 6th. He requested six times. Remember he's one of the four people on the, on the Capitol board, Capitol police board. He is an ex officio a member, meaning he cannot vote. He has to get approval from the Capitol architect, the two sergeants at arms, mm-hmm. to be able to do anything of that sort. And those two sergeant at arms work for one for the speaker, one for the Senate majority leader at the time, Mitch McConnell. The public statements were by Mayor Bowser and the Speaker and the Senate Sergeant at Arms, or excuse me, the House Sergeant at Arms, Paul Irving, was that they did not want, um, due to optics, mm-hmm. they didn't want anybody on the Capitol grounds that may have, that they couldn't control, because guess what? How can you facilitate an unlawful entry into the Capitol if you're not controlling Everything going on, it's right. a little bit more difficult. Right. One way to help out with that is cr- to create a diversion over at the DNC and RNC to deploy U.S. Capitol Police officers down there to make it even more sparse. Mm-hmm. Another thing is to def- say we don't want National Guard. We kind of want people to come in because that's going to be brilliant maneuver because right. we are not able to censor C-SPAN. Nancy Pelosi can censor with big tech because they're in their backyard. Can't censor C-SPAN, so we have to we have to come up with another strategy. If this is what happened, absolute magnificent subversion, coup d'etat, out, very great maneuver in terms of planning. I'll, I'll give kudos to that. Mm-hmm. And it used the legal framework because when you look at the jurisdictional limitation of the U.S. Capitol Police, it starts off at H and Third Northwest. It goes to H and Seventh Northeast which is north of the Union Station. I don't know how well you know, D.C. Uh, and then well. you go down towards the Potomac, and it includes the National uh, Park for the, the baseball team's play, okay. baseball team plays. And then it goes up and, and, and hooks back up around on uh, the southwest, 3rd Street, 
all the way up to H and third, which includes what? The DNC and the RNC. We got to ask the U.S. Capitol Police, the DNC and RNC security cameras, show us the evidence, show us the money, not the FBI. It's almost as though like, hey, you FBI, here, you can... You can take care of the discussion with the public, but you're not, we're not going to give you anything. So then the diversion continues. Now, January, going back to the, the, uh, the 25th Amendment. Basically, I just laid out how Mike Pence was guilty in violating the 12th Amendment. No quorum as the presiding officer. Fifth Amendment due process, again, due to lack of quorum because it didn't go through the proper process. And then we went to the 25th Amendment because Liz Cheney just threw him under the bus. Mm-hmm. She just convicted him, which she by she, the people of Wyoming just convicted her, by the way, on Tuesday. Right. And same thing with Rusty Bowers in Arizona. Yep. So what happens next? What happens in uh, West Palm Beach? Uh, oh, yeah. We just had the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. Yes. This is where we're going to close. Okay. Finally. Okay. <laughs> that was your original question. Wow, that was. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot. <laughs> so, knowing what I just presented to you, yeah. and knowing who the individuals in the FBI were that participated in Crossfire Hurricane Russia Gate. Crossfire Hurricane, Crossfire Razor, the Hillary Clinton stuff. When those names are being outed of those that are part of the raid onto Mar-a-Lago, mm-hmm. when I saw Paul Sperry, hear to him? I, I follow Paul Sperry's work, yes. So I saw that he, he said the, the same agents that raided Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago are the same agents that were involved in Spygate. Thank you, Paul. Because it takes off a lot of the burden off of me of having to educate the country <laughs> on what's going on. Yep. I can now take breaks because he's got a big following. I don't have to like put forth as much because it, it it's difficult when you're like you kind of know stuff. You've connected the dots. Yeah, it's an obli- I feel like it's an obligation. Like we need to let people know if we're going to get this country back on track. I agree. And it's good folks like Paul Sperry. I mean, you obviously and others here are putting it out, and and we're on the winning side. Problem is for them, let, let, let's put our threat or enemy hat on, if you will, because they're a threat to our, to our constitutional system. Absolutely. If you're in their shoes, what alternatives do you have? If what we're alleging, what we're putting together as assessments, right? If they were involved in all this corruption and those individuals were part of it, what, what are their options to save face, to save their lives and career? Not lives, but careers. I mean, I wouldn't think there would be much. I mean, they've already done everything that I can possibly imagine to destroy Donald Trump. And if it comes down to information that he took out that he still has yet to act upon or to publish, you know, there's nothing else you can do. Donald Trump, hit, okay, apparently he already let them into the House. Apparently he was already cooperating June, with them. Yes, yes. Let's yeah. hit that. Yeah. In June, he let them in. It's probable that they looked at it, they inventoried it, and it wouldn't be a stretch to say that, ooh, it looks like he has all of the unredacted information that's relevant to implicating Mike Pence, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Richard Burr. James Comey, Andrew McCabe, Lisa Page, Peter Schrock, Joe Pientka, 
the third. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joseph Bianca the yeah. third. Yep, yep, yep. Who else? I mean, Is that a good start? That's a great start. You know, I the list of names, you know, Mark yeah. Short. Yeah, there's a lot on there. Pitcock, yeah. Nick Ayers, three chiefs of staff for Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. Their spouse, Pitcock's spouse. And what do you do when you see that they have stuff that's about to expose them? You have to do what thugs do. Yeah. Now, these are not my words. It seems as though as more and more people kind of see this, connect the dots, I think agree with my conclu- what the conclusion is essentially, right? Absolutely, yeah. And that conclusion that, again, I'm going to say these aren't my words, but the int- pretty much everybody that's probably listening to on this would label those individuals as domestic terrorists. I think I agree with you. And what do they do to project? What do they call... Uh, moms that want a oh, yeah, they normal call, education in their schools. Yeah, they call them uh, violent extremists and uh, domestic terrorists. Yeah. And so when we go back to 1908, when the Bureau of Investigation started, at what point did they stop doing that corrupt activity that we already are outlined from? I think they have. Hoover days. I don't think they have. I think it's just continued on. They've evolved. How do we stop it? I don't know. I do know. You do know. Is that what we're talking about on the next show? Let's do it. Okay. All right. right. Uh, Ivan, it has been a pleasure having this conversation with you. I've got so many more questions, but I want... I can go into deep... Yeah. I can go into deeper one hour on each of those seconds. Dude, I I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. All right. So, uh, thanks. You recognize me. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. It's exciting. It's really exciting. All right. So listen, tell everybody at home where they can find you. Obviously I sub, I just joined your telegram group, but, uh, do you have a truth social? I have a truth social. Um, I think if you go to the, probably the best thing to do is if you go to, what is that? Linktree? Yeah, Linktree. Forward slash Raiklin, R A I K L I N. And I have linked to all of the, uh, the, the free speech platforms. So I got a Substack. I'm going to start actually, I'm going to publish details on this, right? I think because that's probably the proper venue because this is like real deep, heavy yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. And then, so I have a Substack. I got, I do a little on locals, but I have, I do Getter Live sometimes, and then uh, tele- Telegram's my main, uh, where I post mainly. Okay. But I probably need to start just focusing in on Substack and then linking it to all my other ones. But yes, I'm on Truth, Ivan Raikland, Getter, Gab, all those other ones, right? Okay. Yeah, all absolutely. Right. I'm at Red Pill Seventy Eight on all those, so I will. You'll see me following you here now that I know where to find Same. you. Okay, <laughs> awesome, brother. Thanks again for being here. All right, brother. <laughs> When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough 
through in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.